0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Home Run on Wheels podcast where we chronicle the baseball trip of a lifetime while raising awareness of the needs of children in the foster system through our partnership with Children's Hope Alliance. This is Ron Clements with my wife Patty. Hello there. And we are in Denver, and Patty, boy, oh boy, if we wanted to go to a Rockies game at Coors Field, we sure picked the right one for the home team.
1: Yeah, I mean, holy cow. 18 runs by the end of the fourth inning.
0: And the final score was 19 to 2. And you know, so Wednesday, the Cleveland Indians trounced the Cincinnati Reds. 19-4, Nineteen to four, and that game was seventeen to nothing after four innings. So I don't know what was going on yeah, in, the in the air tonight, man. Know,
1: those places are far apart, but the air was somehow the same.
0: Yeah, between Ohio and Colorado, there were some balls flying out of the yard
1: <laughs> for sure.
0: And Ian Desmond really started off in the first inning with a four hundred seventy-two foot home run. That's a long way.
1: That's a lot of feet.
0: Yes. But the home run that I am going to think about forever is the home run that the Rockies pitcher, Herman Marquez, hit. Because when he hit it, we do what we do at a lot of stadiums. We wander. We explore. And the rooftop area at Coors Field is really neat. Um, you get a really good view of the Denver skyline. And you can see the Rocky Mountains off in the distance.
1: And that's where we were. When that's that where we were moment. when
0: Marquez hit his home run And it landed in our section, the section where we originally were in the outfield, section 156.
1: Not only that, but one of the boys who was with our group.
0: Yeah, from Lutheran Family Services, he got the ball.
1: So that's awesome.
0: It is, but he was sitting in the road directly behind us. So if we would have been down there, that would have been my ball.
1: (laughs) Well, you'll remember it until you catch your own one of these days. Yeah, 43 years
0: old never caught a ball at a major league baseball game and this kid gets a ball and i literally first game yeah his first baseball game thanks to that donation of tickets from the colorado rockies to lutheran family services rocky mountains and uh i did tell that kid though that if i would have been sitting there and i would have gotten that ball i would not have given it to him
1: we know, because he has lots more opportunities, hopefully, to catch one, and <laughs> you're running out. I mean, look how old you are.
0: Oh. <laughs> honestly, though, I probably would have ended up giving I think you him would've. the ball <laughs> after I got a picture, of course, and stuff, you know? And, right. But uh, we did get a picture of that kid, uh, Nicole Vail, who I interviewed as part of a trio of women, along with... Donna Dalton and Cindy Noah, she sent me a picture of, Nicole, rather, sent me a picture of a couple of boys holding up a sign that said, thank you, Rockies, on behalf of the Lutheran Family Services, Rocky Mountains, and we will get that photo up, uh, with the parents' permission, Uh, we'll get that photo up at the uh, Home Run on Wheels photo gallery, and right after this word from Children's Hope Alliance, you will hear the interview that I did with Donna, Cindy, and Nicole prior to Wednesday's game at Coors Field.
2: In 2014, there were 702,000 cases of reported child maltreatment in the U.S. That's enough to pack Wrigley Field 17 times. Visit Children'sHopeAlliance.org to learn how to give hope to a child. You see
1: everybody else have a family. I remember just like, you know, like saying what's wrong with me, you know?
2: Josh spent 16 years in DSS custody after unthinkable abuse and neglect. He came to Children's Hope Alliance last year to join our independent living program to help him transition into adulthood.
3: thankful being an independent living of the Children's Hope Alliance because I don't know where else I would be.
2: Independent living is just one of nearly 30 programs at Children's Hope Alliance. Visit childrenshopealliance.org/advocate to learn how to help kids like Josh. I
1: didn't give birth to these kids, but they're here and they're our family and they're our kids.
2: Carrie and her husband couldn't have a baby on their own, but they wanted to raise a family. So they reached out to Children's Hope Alliance to learn about becoming foster parents. Children's Hope Alliance helped place a little boy named Riley in their home. The adopted Riley about a year later, then adopted his older brother too. Now their house and their hearts are full of family. To learn more about becoming a foster parent or to learn how to spread the word about fostering, visit children'shopealliance.org advocate.
0: Welcome back to the Home Run on Wheels podcast. This is Ron Clements and I am sitting here at Lutheran Family Services with uh, Donna Dalton, the Director of Marketing. Hello, Donna.
4: Hi, Ron. How are you?
0: I am doing well. Program Director Cindy Noah. Hello, Cindy.
4: Hey, Ron. Nice to be here.
0: And Office Administrator Nicole Vale. Hi. So Wednesday we went to the Colorado Rockies game. What does it mean to get the tickets from the Rockies? What does it mean for the kids?
4: Well, not only the kids, but the kids and their parents remember what it was like when they were little and the kids getting their first baseball mitts and so excited just to be able to go see a professional baseball team.
0: Now you told me you were from New Jersey, Cindy, yes, and I you're am. a Yankees fan you're and uh <laughs> Um, what? Well, for, first of all, what do you think of this year's team? They added Giancarlo uh, you know, uh, Stanton to go with Aaron Judge.
4: Well, we can keep our fingers crossed and see how they do. Red, Red Sox
0: are pretty tough in that division.
4: Yes, and I do have a daughter that is a Red Sox fan, was at Fenway a couple of years ago. Fans are pretty amazing, but nothing compares to Rockies.
0: I would say how does that work out with the family, but I'm a Brewers fan married to a Cardinals fan, and I'm also a Packers fan, and she's a Bears fan, and we make it work, so...
4: Yeah, we make it work,
0: too. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, As a Yankees fan, do you have, like, uh, someone who grew up in Jersey, do you have, like, a a good Yankees memory?
4: I do, but, again, it does date me. (laughs) I was at Mickey Mantle's retirement. Oh, wow. So Yankee Stadium, uh, it, it was a whole big celebration because it was Mickey Mantle's last day. It was sad, too.
0: Kind of bittersweet, right? It, yeah, it's a celebration yeah. of his career, but yet you know it's the end.
4: Yeah, so you watched him play. I mean, I grew up watching him play. And then said goodbye, only to welcome other players.
0: <laughs> Patty and I were just in Fargo, North Dakota, a couple days ago. And uh, that's Roger Maris's hometown. And at, at the mall, there's this free Roger Maris Museum. We wow. thought that was really cool. Yeah. And Roger Maris said, if there's a museum for my career, I want it to be somewhere open and accessible and nobody has to pay for it.
4: Wow. Well, so we enjoyed watching him as well.
0: <laughs> I, I bet 61 uh, was a magical season for him and the Yankees.
4: Uh, no comment. It tells you how old I
0: am. <laughs> now, uh, Donna, you were living in Colorado That when, when the Rockies were born. What was that inaugural season like just for the city of Denver?
3: It was great. Everybody was excited to go to the games. And uh, the fun thing is that we had to play, you know, the Rockies played in Mile High Stadium at the time because we didn't have Coors Field, wasn't built yet. So it was a lot of fun being in the football stadium where the Broncos play, then watching the new Rockies team play, play there as well. So it was a lot of fun.
0: And what was it like when they got Coors Field when, when when they opened that thing up?
3: Oh, that was exciting too to have actually have their own home where we could go and watch. So, and that's and you you'll, you're going to have a lot of fun um, at Coors Field.
0: I have never been to Coors Coors Field prior to this trip, so what do people need to know about Coors Field? Like 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 what what are the really cool nooks and crannies about it, Nicole?
4: Well, you definitely want to go upstairs and check out the rooftop. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a pretty unique to Coors Field thing. And uh, as long as you have a ticket to get in, you can walk up there and it's a great view.
0: What's up there? Are they <laughs> bar, concession, restaurant? What's up there?
4: There is a bar. I'm not, I think there's a little bit of food maybe, um, but really a lot of people just hang out like at the railing and watch the game from there.
3: It's a great view. Yeah. yeah. Of the city. So you're looking oh, at okay. the across. So, you, you, you know, it's, it's just a gr- great view for um, new new people to Denver to, if you go to the game, to be sure to go and check out and just look at the skyline of Denver.
0: Nice. So let's talk a, a little bit about Lutheran Family Services Rocky Mountains. Uh, I know Lutheran Family Services has a national footprint, but uh, what do you guys do here in the Rocky Mountains?
3: Well, the our, our agency has been around for 70 years, so this year we're celebrating our 70th anniversary.
0: Congratulations.
3: We, well, thank you, everybody here. Um, and we we help people in pretty much all aspects of their life. We do adoption, foster care, refugee resettlement, we help older adults, um, and dis- we do disaster recovery. So. We do quite a bit. What do you mean by disaster recovery? Different um, disasters that have happened in Colorado we've been a part of a few years ago. Like the, there was a wild, the Waldo fires. Um, before my time, Cindy, you might remember if there were other floods. the floods. Um, so di- just like different um, natural disasters that may happen in the state, we were a part of helping you know
4: different agencies.
0: And, Cindy, if you could talk a little bit about the uh, foster care program here.
4: So we have in, in the Denver office we have Um, about 80 children that are in foster care, ages zero to 21, as a matter of fact. Some of them come from, most come from Colorado, but some come from other countries as well. And the whole focus is to make sure that they feel safe and secure and they're provided with opportunities they might not otherwise be provided, and that eventually they are reunified with their families or they are adopted by somebody else.
0: It's all about finding these kids their forever home, right?
4: Yes, finding their forever home re- or returning to people that they know best, that they had to leave temporarily, and making sure that we give them as many opportunities as possible.
0: My wife and I, when we go to Seattle after this, we are going to run the Refuse to Abuse 5K, which is to raise awareness against domestic violence, and mm-hmm. and uh, the, it benefits the Washington State Coalition uh, against domestic violence. but. And the reason we're doing that is because we know a lot of kids see domestic violence or are victims of abuse themselves, and sometimes that's how they end up in foster care. Is that correct?
4: Yes. That's not the primary reason they end up in foster care. We do have an opioid epidemic around the country, and that is also part of Colorado's new uh, problem. In the past, it was always neglect or maybe alcoholism that led children into foster care but now it's a variety of issues drug abuse being one of them witnessing domestic violence yes is another
0: it's pretty complicated where how these kids end up in the system the system is complicated true yeah the
4: the system is not easy to navigate and it's not easy to understand Uh, but what i'm most proud of here with lutheran family services is the focus that we place on children and how we can best take care of children
0: and you you mentioned uh giving kids opportunity they would not otherwise be able to have like going to a Colorado Rockies game thanks to this donation of tickets from the Rockies right
4: absolutely yes
0: if if you could just talk face to face with somebody over at the Colorado Rockies how would you thank them what what would you tell them
4: that baseball is America's game and but there are a lot of Americans that don't get to watch it especially in person and just to see our, our kids faces light up with the opportunity to go or when they're there as you'll see faces lighting up that's meaningful.
0: I'm looking forward to it. Um, we're doing this interview prior to going to the game. And then again, I've never been there before to Coors Field. So I'll be just like the kids. My face will be all lit up for, from seeing the uh, – can, can you see the Rockies from the stadium? The actual mountains? Oh, yes. Okay. I no, mean, <laughs> no. You, can, you no, can see the Rockies. No, not right the – not, not Nolan Arenado, but no. The, <laughs> yeah, you'll see the mountains. That, that's the nice. Boat. Oh, okay. When you get there, go to the rooftop. Gotcha. All right, cool. How can people get involved if if they want to help?
4: Help Lutheran Family Services? Well, there are a number of ways. Um, If you go to our website, you can click on any one of the programs that we have. Perhaps any one of the programs will be meaningful to you personally, whether it's helping an older adult adjust to lifestyle changes or need for help, or it's somebody that's interested in adopting a child locally or from another country, or it's being a foster parent. Uh, adopting a child from foster care helping a refugee resettle here in this country so there are a variety of ways but i would recommend going to the website to see what what kind of captures your interest what taps into the passion that you might have or you didn't know that you had until you got to the website and you started reading about our different programs and um, we need in foster care we need tutors we need mentors There are lots of children that could use a big brother or a big sister in order to help them feel more comfortable where they are.
0: When I spoke with Mary Lenick of Family Alternatives in Minneapolis, the twins donated 30 tickets as well for last Saturday's game. But the first thing she mentioned when she mentioned donating wasn't money, it was items. And that's something I don't think a lot of people think about.
4: Well, we are very fortunate here. We get a lot of donations Uh, in the summertime. It's going to happen pretty soon. We get donations of school supplies because you know now when you go to school, you need a big long list of things in order to to make your school career successful. Mm -hmm. And then around the holidays, we get donations of food. Thanksgiving, we get baskets. Um, Easter, we get candy, which my staff likes to rifle through and see what's (laughs) new and what's not. And um, at Christmas time, we are inundated with a lot of gifts. So, yes, there are plenty of items that we need.
0: That's fabulous. Yeah. Uh, had you guys had a relationship with the Rockies prior to this?
3: No. Nope. This is the I first so. the first time we've been able to give tickets to some of our foster children to go do a game.
0: Well, hopefully this can be like an, of you, an thank you. It, it was my pleasure, and <laughs> hopefully this is something that that can continue. Then now uh, this, uh, uh, you can have a relationship with the Rockies. What other events do you guys have coming up this year?
3: Uh, we have our annual golf tournament, which is August 16th. We have um, an innkeeper dinner, which will be in Colorado Springs in October. Um, And people can find out more information by visiting our website, as Cindy mentioned, and it's lfsrm.org.
0: What is the Innkeeper Dinner?
3: It's a a, a fundraising event in Colorado Springs because we serve um, along the the Rocky Mountain region. So we have offices from Greeley, Fort Collins, Denver, Colorado Springs, and an office in Albuquerque.
0: In Albuquerque? Yes. Oh, wow. Yes. Okay. Well, maybe we can do something with the isotopes when we're on our way from Phoenix to uh, Houston. (laughs)
3: Well, and each office has different um, programs, and in Albuquerque, our program there is for refugee resettlement.
0: Oh, okay. Neat. Yeah. All right, well, ladies, thank you very much.
4: Oh, thank you. On behalf of all the kids that are going and their families, thank you.
0: Yeah, I'm just disappointed I didn't get to meet Lauren because uh, Lauren Knutson really helped put the uh, put the wheels in motion on this thing.
3: Unfortunately, she's ill today, but she does send her thanks as well, and and she's very excited that we were able to give away the tickets and gave away all the tickets that you gave us. You got for us.
0: That's awesome. I we've we've been to a couple of stadiums where not all the tickets were used, which is unfortunate because like some families couldn't make it or whatever. But I'm I'm glad everybody's going to be there tonight. And uh, so, ladies, thank you again and. Uh, we're going to have fun at Coors Field. Yeah,
3: time. Go Rockies!
0: <laughs> so, Patty, one of the biggest things I took away from that interview was when Cindy said they want to give their kids opportunities and experiences they might not otherwise be able to have. And one of those things happened Wednesday night when these kids were able to go to the Rockies game. You mentioned that boy, first ever game. He caught a baseball. Um, and that, I mean... That's, like, why we're doing what we're doing.
1: It is indeed, and the experiences are just something for a lifetime. We've said that a lot, and it just is, it's true. And, I mean, that boy and the other boys, even the ones who didn't catch it, are going to be like, wow, our friend caught that ball. Yeah,
0: you know, and there was a guy there tonight with two of his, as they call them, bio sons, uh, he had his biological children with him. Uh, his wife and their adopted f- daughter, who is not like 100% legally theirs yet, but she's three years old, uh, they consider her their daughter. She's been with them for over a year, still trying to get the adoption finalized, but uh, they went through the foster system. They, they found this girl, and uh, they love her. And, man, we had just, like, we asked this guy why he wanted to be, why he and his wife wanted to be foster parents. And it was like, well, before they had children of their own, you know, of their own, their own, as they call it, the, the term is bio kids. Before they had their own bio kids, adopting was something that they had always considered. And so then even after they had two sons, they decided to adopt and and go through the foster system to do that. And, uh, uh, you know, You could just tell the the passion in the guy's voice uh, when he's talking about his daughter. And she's very much their daughter.
1: Right, absolutely. And it would be heartbreaking if anything happened. And so it's great that these agencies are there to help folks, to help connect the children with these folks and to help them with their process as well.
0: Yeah, and again, we hope to do more uh we've got five teams to donate tickets which is awesome uh we've been to 19 stadiums we're going to be coming up on the all-star break and we're going to spend three nights at yellowstone national park neither of us have ever been to yellowstone we have to see old faithful right
1: right so you know we saw a lot of fountains tonight with all those home runs
0: oh wow the rockies the course field has one of the most incredible outfield scenes you'll ever see anywhere and even be, even like not just the center field which has trees and a fountain and waterfalls i mean it definitely is colorado
1: exactly when With you're them. seeing you walk into that stadium that's what you see and you know wow yeah we're definitely in colorado here and when you go up to the mile high seats as yeah we so there's did, a
0: roll of purple seats in the upper deck and they say those seats are exactly 5,280 feet above sea level they are the mile high seats the mile high row and we went up there later uh, midway through the game I guess it's hard to say later in the game because it was like an hour and a half and we're through four innings of that game because there were so many runs scored but we went up there we were able to see the sunset over the Rocky Mountains from up there, and it was beautiful.
1: That is the best view in baseball, as far as I'm concerned. So far, I mean, it may be rivaled when we're on the West Coast, but I'm gonna say that is the best view in baseball. That is absolutely the best center field and bullpens <laughs> in oh, baseball. The,
0: the bull, So those trees that I mentioned in the center in the center field area, they continue into the bullpens. Show me another bullpen in Major League Baseball that has actual, like, evergreen trees growing in it.
1: Not on purpose, I don't think that
0: happens. (laughs) I mean, nowhere. We see ivy,
1: but yeah. It was
0: incredible. I mean, the actual trees in the bullpens. uh, That was incredible. And she says the best view in baseball looking at the Rocky Mountains. And this is coming from a Cardinals fan who has seen the Gateway Arch beyond the outfield at bush stadium numerous times
1: i love that view it's a completely different kind of view but just nature and seeing again the timing of when we went up there was perfect oh yeah we got to see the sunset like over we didn't the go mountains. up there with the
0: intent to see the sunset but we are yeah we're not that smart really <laughs> <laughs> but we are really happy we went up there when we did absolutely and so moral of the story is nature trumps architecture
1: in some people's minds yes
0: <laughs> so folks next when you hear from us because we're coming into the all-star break we will be doing our podcast from yellowstone national park we have never been there we're really looking forward to it and then uh from there we'll be going up to seattle through Montana and Idaho, and I will be seeing my uncle and aunt and cousins, and really looking forward to that. But uh
1: and hopefully we'll see some of my family as well. But yeah, I just you have cousins up in the Seattle area too. That maybe we'll interview a bear when we're in Yellowstone. What do you think?
0: I think there should be a Jellystone Park near Yellowstone Park. I mean, I'm just saying. Let's so interview. you going Yogi- to interview
1: Yogi. Hey, hey, hey and, and uh, Boo Boo.
0: <laughs> we did say it at jelly in milwaukee just saying Alrighty then <laughs> all right guys why uh thank you for listening and, and thank you again to the colorado rockies for donating those tickets to lutheran family services rocky mountains it really means a lot to that organization to those families and to those kids and hopefully, as I t- told them in the interview, hopefully this opens the door for a, a longer relationship between the and Family Services Rocky Mountains and the Colorado Rockies. But guys, enjoy the all-star break. Thank you for listening to the Home Run Wheels podcast.